Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of Love This Bitch, the self-compassion and self-coaching podcast. And I'm your host, Lisa, the Life Coach. Today, I want to talk to you all about the S word. Yes, that's right. Should. (laughs) We are always shoulding on ourselves, and it doesn't help anyone. It really just makes you feel crappy. Um, And that's why it's fun to say shooting on yourself because it sounds like you're saying something else. Um, But essentially, that is what you are doing when you should on yourself. So it's very simple, this word should, to just remove it kind of from your vocabulary and from how you talk to yourself. Because it brings with it so much negative energy and connotations. Like, even if it's something you wanted to do, you know, if I was like, oh, man. I've had a long day and I I looks like I could fit a nap into my schedule. I really would I really would enjoy a nap, right? Who wouldn't? Um and then if someone was like, "Yeah, you really should take a nap." What do you mean I should take a nap? Why do you say I should take a nap? Why do I have to take a nap? <laughs> right? Or, you know, if someone's like, "You know, I want to improve my relationship with my spouse. I should spend more time with them." then their spouse would be like, well, not if you have to do it, <laughs> right? So it just kind of has that that negative connotation to it or negative feeling to it. And it's an important mindset shift to stop thinking about things in terms of what I should do, especially because those are all thoughts. Like we all have these thoughts in our heads of what a good mom should do, what a good partner should do, what a good friend should do. And these are all just thoughts. They vary, especially like when they're involving other people and we're like, this is what a a good partner should do. That person that you're trying to be this good partner for and fulfill all these shoulds that you've, you know, identified for yourself, they might not even have those same shoulds, right? And you could be doing things that you think you have to do because that's what a good partner does. And they don't even think that or see that as something that you might be doing for them. So it's really not helpful when we create these uh, like checklists in our heads of what a good person, what a good friend, what a good partner, what a good employee should do. It just creates a bunch of rules that are rigid and inflexible and not true. And then also just how you approach things when you think of them as something you have to do or should do. Versus when you think about what it is that you want. Why would I want to do this? What do I want to do in this situation? You know, I've talked about it before, like on the relationship one. If you're thinking, you know, I have to go to dinner with my friend tonight. Um, You know, she asked me to go and if I have to be a good friend, so I really should go. But if you're not feeling up to it, right, and she knew that you were going because you felt like you should, because you felt like you had to, to check the good friend box, she's not going to want you there, right? She's going to want you to come on a night when you're excited to see her and you want to spend time with her. So, you know, doing things from this place of should, it just, it gives us kind of a, a lack of motivation to do it. It's not very inspiring. It's not very positive. And it doesn't bring, you know, any joy to it at all. So it's more important to 
remove that and to start looking at why do I want this? What is something, a reason that I would want to do this? And if there's no reason that you would want to do it, you know, question whether or not to do it at all. But if it's something that you do believe is important to you, look at the the reasons that you would want to do it. You know, like if you did say, you know, I should spend more time with my spouse. Well, okay. No, you don't have to, right? There's all different definitions of how much time would be the right amount of time to spend with a partner. And then there would be different definitions of whether that time was quality time or not, right? So if you really wanted to improve your relationship with your partner or spouse, then you could ask yourself, what do I want? What do I want here? And what you want is to, you know, feel closer maybe to your spouse or partner. So, you know, what would make me feel closer to them? Well, what if we could go out to dinner? Or what if we could have a nice dinner at home? Or maybe we could go try this new activity together or watch this movie and then talk about it. You know, look for things that you want to do to connect with your spouse or partner. And those are the things that you should do, right? Not like I should wash their clothes. I should, you know, spend more time with them. I should do the things that they want to do. Well, not if you're going to feel like you should and be (laughs) grumpy the whole time, right? Look for things you want to do. Like, I want to know why they spend so much time at the golf course. What is that even about? But, you know, just being interested and curious about them and, you know, building your relationship that way instead of this this checklist of how I should act and how I should behave, right? And that would apply to friendships, you know, and family relationships, all those kinds of things. Look at what you want to do for that person and what you want to do for that relationship. You know, that's what's going to get you excited is doing things that you want to do for that relationship or that person, not things that you think you have to do or you should do. And then, you know, also, in addition to asking yourself what you want and changing the mindset in that way, when you have these shoulds come up, question why you think that they are shoulds, that you have to do them, right? Because a lot of times, you know, someone will say, well, I have to do this because this is what a good mom does. So think about that then. Are there good mothers out there who don't do that thing that you're thinking that they have to do, right? Does every good mother out there always do that thing? And the answers to those questions are generally going to be no. Like if you think the kid's room is a mess, there's toys everywhere, I should clean that up. You know, good mothers keep their house clean even though they have kids. Okay, well, are there good mothers out there who might have toys laying all over their house from time to time? Or even all the time? Yeah, sure there are. Right? Are there good mothers out there who have someone else come in their house and pick up all the toys for them? Sure there are, right? Are there good mothers out there who sometimes they get the toys picked up and sometimes they don't? Yes. Are there good mothers out there who could care less about the toys on the floor? Yeah, there absolutely are. So when you start questioning these shoulds in that way, like, are there people who are good people or good mothers or good employees who do 
who do this thing that I think I should or who don't do it and are still good in those ways, you'll start to see that, you know, it's, it's an overall picture, right? We're all humans and we're all doing the best we can with the knowledge that we have and that varies and it changes. And if you want to be a good mother, a good partner, a good employee, a good boss, then that is something that you're striving to do and you're putting out there authentically and as your true self, not having to go through some imaginary checklist of things that you should do in those situations. Just showing up as you and as the person you are who wants to be the best they can at that, who wants to do good and who wants to you know, build and have good relationships, that is going to be what's important, right? That's going to be what makes you good at those things. And also having that, you know, awareness and self-compassion to know that you're not always going to be good at those things. You're going to fail. You're going to make decisions that you're, you know, realize maybe in hindsight weren't the best decisions in that situation, but you're going to learn and show up and do your best and and change it and keep going. It's just all part of the process and allowing yourself to you know be who you are and do those things that you want knowing that you want to be good is a much better way to approach it than this rigid list of shoulds and things that you have to do um, where you just end up you know, running around trying to check off the should list and feeling like a failure and feeling like you're not good enough because you can't live up to your list of shoulds in your mind, which, you know, sometimes are our own list. And sometimes they're lists that we've gathered from other people that we've taken on to believe, you know, especially it can be that way about parenting, right? We can have a lot of other shoulds from maybe our own parents or people around us of how we should act to be a good parent. And we might not even believe those things, but we think enough other people think them that we have to act in that manner or people will think that we're not good, (laughs) right? So there's a lot of that that goes on kind of like we talked about in the inner critic episode about how we judge ourselves through these alleged thoughts of other people. And we do that a lot with shoulds as well. We have our own list of shoulds that we're trying to keep up with. But we also have this list of what we say other people say that we should do (laughs) in order to be accepted or be good in a certain situation. And it just creates just a lot of pressure, a lot of negativity, and it doesn't help you move towards doing your best in those situations. It just makes you feel overwhelmed, overloaded, and like you can't stop until you check all the lists on all the boxes of all the shoulds that, you know, you think exist for yourself or in the minds of those around you. And it's just exhausting. (laughs) So I want you to start noticing when you're shoulding on yourself, when you're telling yourself that you have to do or be certain things because you should. And do what we talked about today. Start questioning, you know, why you would want to do that. Is it something you truly want? And if so, great. What are those reasons? Let's focus on the wants and do those things because we want to. And for those reasons and with that energy and that motivation. 
And then also questioning those shoulds, like, where did this come from? Is this true? Does this serve me? And if those answers are no, it's not true, no one always or nevers, and I can live much better and much more freer, happier, and productive without these thoughts, without these shoulds, right, then that's going to help loosen their hold. And you won't have to carry that weight with you and feel like a failure all the time for this imaginary to-do list. So that's what I wanted to reach out to you guys about today is to stop shooting on yourself and to start being aware of all the things you do just because you think that you have to and how that makes you feel and start examining those thoughts and if they're true and if they're serving you. And if you're curious about this and you'd like to take it a little deeper, feel free to reach out to me and we can do a free consultation to talk about how one-on-one coaching can help you break free of all the shoulds and the how to do things right or perfectly and how you can live your life more in alignment with what you want and with less anxiety and strife and with more enjoyment and happiness because I think that is what we all really want at the end of the day is to, you know, build lives that we love and enjoy. And that's what I do as a coach. I help people do that. So the self-coaching work for you this week, um, this one's short but sweet, is to work on getting rid of those shoulds and looking at what you want and really living in alignment with that and not living under the pressure of should. So stop shooting on yourselves and, you know, take care of yourselves, be kind and love yourself and just go out there and really live and enjoy your lives, my loves. And that's all I have for you today. Short and sweet. Stop shooting on yourself. (laughs) And I will see you again next week.